I have had clientele from pre-teens to 85-year-old ladies. I have had clientele who are Bollywood actors to chief secretaries of states, judges, IAS officers. It's not limited in any way or any issue. In terms of issues, I have had people who come to me for physical issues, headaches, migraines, cancers, chronic issues like digestive issues. Hey, you are listening to Dream 100 Business Show podcast with Savita Husamani. In today's episode, we talk to Amit Kaur, who is the co-founder of Core Hailing Private Limited. Amit is a person who skillfully brings out the science and the spiritual side of healing so beautifully. He gives insights about how to address symptoms and root cause so that one can become healthy and whole. When I first heard the word healthy and whole, it took me some time to realize that absence of illness is what we call healthy. And health is derived from the word healing. When we say whole, it means addressing physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well-being in an integrated manner. Little did I realize that the time one starts taking care of oneself in terms of thoughts, emotions and energy levels, the journey of working on oneself has begun. The more I focused on myself, I felt the need to know more. I turned to doctors, mentors, teachers, spiritual gurus and wise people for seeking guidelines. Listening to experiences of people who are at a higher plane of energy opens the mind in so many perspectives and dimensions. Amit is one such person who uses healing and therapy as a medium to heal the body, mind and spirit. How does he do it? Let's hear it out from him right here, right now in this episode of Dream 100 Business Show. Welcome to Dream 100 Business Show. It's truly an honor and pleasure to have you here on our show. First time we are uh, talking to a healer. So it is very exciting for us to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. In the process of uh, therapy, a person uh, can address the root cause. Whereas in the process of healing, it is just the symptom or the manifestation which gets addressed. Am mm-hmm. I right? Yes. When we talk about healing from my perspective, which is basically energy work, which is basically no communication. Now, there are people who will say that even therapy work comes under healing. People who will say that inner child healing is also healing. Uh, NLP is also healing. Then uh, family constellations is also healing. They are all healing modalities. So any healing which actually triggers you to go within and search for the cause and heal that, that will create a change. In what I call therapy work or rather telephonic sessions, all of these different kinds of things can happen. The inner child healing can happen, a family constellation kind of thing can happen, an NLP kind of thing can happen, going into the past and identifying what incident caused this, any of those things can happen. So in my perspective, energy work is healing and all of these other things come under my telephonic sessions or therapy work. So that's how I distinguish. But different people distinguish it in different ways. In my way of distinguishing, what you're saying is absolutely right. So the remote healing or the energy work is supportive, can do physical healing, can actually relieve issues, can create strength in the body and mind, but it will not 
tackle the root cause. You balance your chakras, you balance your meridians, they will give you a sense of well-being. You will be a much more balanced person than what you were before. There is no doubt about that. We do all of it in the remote healing. We do the balancing of the chakras, balancing of the meridians. But that well-being is at a physical, mental level. There is still something underneath that which is routinely going to come up and keep poking you. That is the cause. That needs to be seen. And then, of course, in the work that my teacher has taught me, true healing is when you learn yourself to connect with spirit, be with spirit, for a few moments of the day, not feel this sense of separation. So that's where I am moving towards in my own being. That's where all of my clients who are regularly working with me are moving towards. Because that is my direction. So automatically, I slowly start taking them in that direction. That's what my teacher teaches me. Every session ends with a transmission that he does of that space. And in that transmission, I can actually melt and I can forget about me being a body. That's the final objective of healing, which we call spiritual healing which is the space of oneness with spirit. How do you go about the process of amplifying your journey? Because when you are interacting with so many people, in the same way, you will also be attracting a lot of other energies which might hamper your flow or your connection. So, uh, or how do you dedicate that kind of uh, space to you? There are two answers to this question. One answer is that Right in the beginning, when a person starts on this path of healing, there is a process that is taught to us, which is called the energy clearing process. So after every client, we have to do that. Every time we notice that we are not in the home space, the home space is the space where I feel as me. Every time we notice that we are not in the home space, we have to again go and check and clear the energy. So that's how we start off. There comes a point where you notice that you are not in the home space and immediately there is a connection and there is a message that comes to you that this thing that you are feeling is of this person. And as soon as you think about this person, you you send a sort of healing transmission to that person. And in that healing transmission, you and that person both are benefited and that thing stops affecting you. So that's what happens at the second level. So for me, it is a mix of both. There are times when the second thing doesn't work and I go back and I do my energy clearance. Dedication to do that is, is what most healers, including me, find wavering at times. Because we are also working with people. We are also, like everybody else, busy in things. And sometimes we forget. And when we forget, yeah, there is a, there is a headache that happens or there is a leg ache that happens or there is a backache that happens. And that reminds us that there is something off here. Ideally, if you talk about my teacher, it would not manifest in the body for him. He would know the moment he is moved from his home space, he would know. He does not need it to manifest to his body. For me, it is still, either I am doing it every day, four times a day, I am doing my energy work, energy clearing, keeping myself pristine. Or if I am not, there is a reminder that comes from the divine that you need to do this, there is something going on. That's how I see it. (laughs) This is amazing. So, in general, if uh, people have to feel that we have to take care of uh, ourselves, what do you think are the things that they need to do? The first thing is the same, whether it's me or it's you or it's anyone else. 
you have to remain in your energy a small process of closing your eyes connecting with whoever you consider to be a protective spirit a protective angel a protective saint even if it's a person who's alive anyone who you feel is your cherished person who can actually who you feel safe in the presence of you invite that person and you cover yourself with that energy some people use covering themselves with white light some people use covering themselves with rainbow light it's a, it's the signal that you are sending to the universe that right now i am clearing everything from my system and i choose my system to be clean so a minimum two to three times a day morning once in the afternoon and once at night absolutely essential because we interact with too many people and we pick up anger we pick up sadness we don't realize why we are angry we many a times we snap at a person and then we think this wasn't a big thing why did i snap because it wasn't your energy you interacted with someone who was angry you picked it up and you expressed that anger so most critical thing if i would say which my teacher keeps telling me i would it's energy you have to keep your energy clean mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you are experiencing as this is is because you are not keeping your energy so if you look up on the net you will find many different processes small small meditations youtube videos of energy clearing choose one which works for you it is the intent and the dedication to do it, it signals to the universe that i am doing it right now that's what will help you so do that three times a day it's going to be a big big blessing for everyone if you find inspiration to work on yourself there are lots of processes which you can actually start doing by yourself there is eft emotional freedom technique lots of resources online you can actually start working on yourself using that there is the work of byron katie a little more advanced process but for people who are thought based that's a process that they can actually pick up by learning it from her website from the resources on there if you are guided to start doing energy work you can do it with core healing you can do it with a reiki master a pranic healing master energy work is a supplement and it is a big support that's what i can say if there were more people who were getting it there would be less pain in the world there would be less sickness in the world because it's ideally a preventer in china earlier doctors used to get paid to make sure that people don't fall sick that's the right way of actually doing it if the doctor's incentive is in a sick person it's not really correct their approach is skewed then so this is a preventer what are the type of clientele who can approach you to get healed i have had clientele from pre teens to 85 year old ladies i have had clientele who are bollywood actors to chief secretaries of states judges ias officers it's not limited in any way or any issue in terms of issues i have had people who come to me for physical issues headaches migraines cancers chronic issues like digestive issues one of the really funny testimonials that i got is that one of my clients parents was on the healing for a very long time and he was like pretty old and a year and a half or back he'd been to the doctor and stuff and when he went to the doctor again the, the client tells me that the doctor literally fell off his chair when he looked at the report the doctor was like your kidney should not be functioning <laughs> 
once in a while you hear these kinds of things or a client goes to a, a doctor for a tmt test after 3 years and the doctor says that i have never seen such a perfect tmt report forget in you in you to i could never imagine in anyone <laughs> things happen <laughs> there's people who come for knee issues there's people who come for basic stuff like skin issues not being able to sleep different program that we have started recently because lots of people were coming with sleep issues so we do a transmission from i think 9 o'clock at night for 4 5 hours just for sleep so there is a separate thing that is there for sleep there is again another transmission called the abundance transmission which is for positivity for confidence for expressibility for being able to say what you feel for being assertive so for all professionals so the professionals come for that there's people who come for emotional imbalances they faced a lot of trauma in their life and they are very emotional and there is a lot of tears and they are not able to control themselves there is a lot of anger these people who come for that so all of them start up with the body mind balance healing that's the start since you were talking about sleep so sleep apnea is one thing which is being diagnosed even in small kids also and in like elderly individuals also so will this healing be applicable to sleep apnea patients as well so if they are already using the cpap bpap machines mm. i haven't seen anyone who has been able to give up the machine there are two reasons for that because once you have gotten on the machine you have given into the fear now if you take away the machine now there is a fear of death that's going to come so there are a few people on the sleep program who have sleep apnea who are on the machine but they also have chosen to remain on the program for over a year because their sleep quality has improved it does help it may not take away your dependence on the machine if you not got to the machine if you are not dependent on that yet it may prevent you from that might happen that is possible Uh, great one more thing is that uh, people who lift a lot of heavy machines in factories they also tend to undergo this back pain issues and things like that so for them uh, would it help when it comes to commercial healing it has become an it people's issue now almost everybody every it client that i have has back pain it's not just the people who are on the shop floor and uh, believe it or not there's this book by a doctor an md doctor uh i forget his name but if you search an md doctor who's written a book on back pain he was so disappointed with the conventional treatment of back pain he said that i have not been able to cure even a single case till now so he went on his own trip to figure out stuff and he identified that almost all back pain is emotional stuff and he started but some completely different regimen of healing back pain i wouldn't call cure and currently he is getting 80% results oh wow <laughs> so there is a component of back pain which is posture there is a component of back pain which is related to injuries and stuff so yes if there is injuries and stuff it might take actual stuff actual physical intervention my own back pain i changed mattresses i changed everything finally it was just the core healing and whatever work i did with my my teacher which that would not been there for i think 6 years now wow and it was so bad that i would wake up at night and i would not be able to lie down on bed it would be i can't lie down if i have to take move to the left or to the right and keep a pillow between my legs only then i can sleep it was that bad and it just 
no medication, no visit to the doctor, Anjana. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, yeah, when it comes to property healing, uh, I see, especially after COVID, a lot of uh, people have had this issues of selling their uh, properties and uh, uh, things like that. Uh, now with uh, Vastu coming in, there is a label also saying that uh, this does not satisfy Vastu requirements, especially in South. I don't know much about in North, but uh, in South, they have uh, tags saying that, oh, this is facing this. So this will uh, attractively negative energies. <laughs> so I do not completely deny that. The colony in which I am staying for the last 10 years, I have stayed in two houses in this colony. The Vastu is not right. And when I look around, a lot of houses, I see a lot of suffering. It's a matter of two things. It's a matter of can you lift up the energy of the space? So like I said, there are products. So my house has the products that I make in every room. So I keep the energy of the house lifted up to balance those issues. If you're not doing anything to balance it, it's it's pure science. Sun rises in, in a particular direction. If you cover that up, the energy is not going to come inside the house. There isn't much weirdness to it. There are certain things in Vastu which maybe could not directly be explained through science, but the basic sciences, I, I do understand that there is some, some truth to it. So increasing or enhancing the energy of the space, keeping the space clean, those things are essential. Will just an energy healing help it sell if the Vastu is totally screwed? Maybe, maybe not. So with the property thing, I actually take the photographs of the property. I sit down, meditate. I ask myself, do I do this or do I not? Only if I get an answer of yes, then I try. If I don't get the answer of yes, I don't try. Because there's lots of things. There's there's legal tangles that are there in properties. People don't tell you about that. There's, There's lots of stuff that's there in properties. So you have to trust your intuition on that. Oh, okay. What do you think are the issues with the teenagers uh, which they would like to get addressed? The primary thing when it comes to teenagers is that they are shifting from a scene of the same to a scene of the different. So whether it is about friends who are from the same sex, when it comes to the teenage, they start shifting into from the same sex to friends of the different sex. So they've not had an experience of the different sex till now. And Given the amount of information that is being bombarded on them from lots of media these days, there is a lot of confusion that happens. At this time, having someone stable who can support and guide and not let any information be believed as true is necessary. So it's difficult for most parents to be able to talk to their children about this. If parents cannot talk to their children, they need to talk to a counselor who matches their thought process. Every parent will have a different thought process. You need to talk to a counselor who matches your thought process because otherwise you will be uncomfortable with that kind of a counselor. If you go to that kind of a counselor, you take your child to that kind of a counselor. Now that once you found that counselor, let the child talk to that person. The child needs a person to talk to through this age, maybe the whole teenage, all the way till 21. 14 to 21 is when sexuality is being experienced and being expressed and being felt as strongly as the most most strongly it's experienced during that time because the hormones are shifting you are actually experiencing sexual things you don't know what you're experiencing you're not sure whether this is what you're experiencing or it's something else 
and a lot of misconceptions and a lot of misunderstandings can happen. So having someone who a child can talk to is very essential during this. If the parents can be open enough, best. If the parents are not open enough, if the parents are hesitant in talking, it's better to take the child to a counselor who the child can be free with, who the child can know is not going to circle back and talk to the parents. The child has to know that there is complete safety and complete confidentiality with this counselor. The parents have to know that this counselor is going to talk to the child in a sane manner. That understanding has to be there. If the counselor is in doubt by either the ch children or the parent, the activity is a waste. So usually what ends up happening is that the parent takes a back seat and chooses someone for the child to go to. And again, at a later stage, when the child expresses certain things, because he has worked with a counselor for a certain amount of time, the child expresses some things and the parents are taken aback. So ideally, when I actually work with children, I only work with children whose at least one parent is working with me. If both the parents are not working with me, I will not work with the child. Because one parent has to be reaffirming and reasserting the same things that I am doing. If both parents are not doing that, it's going to be humongous confusion for the child. And it is a confusing period because a lot of cultural shifts, a lot of information that is unnecessary at this point is being pushed on the children. That you need to hear this, you need to understand this, you need to experience this. And there's a lot of peer pressure and there is a lot of things which people want you to believe. So it's a tough time for children, especially teenagers. And parents need to step up. Parents cannot take a hands-off approach on this. At least to the extent of finding the right kind of counselor who fits you and your child both. Trying 2, 3, 4 is fine. The parents can go to 2, 3, 4. After that, you choose the one that fits for your child and then go for it. Most child counselors don't work with parents, so it doesn't. it's not the same as me. So for me, it's essential that the parent works, but most child counselors don't work with parents. But they will talk to the parents, so you will know what kind of approach they have. So talk to them, find the approach. If the approach matches what you have, let the child talk to the person. Yeah, this That's is a beautiful insight because I know about uh, one child uh, who changed three to four counselors, but still not happy, and uh, the child is not comfortable. So, at the end of the day, parents say that we have tried everything. So, the, the reason the child is usually not comfortable is exactly what I told you before. The, the therapists stop working on themselves. If the therapist has a shred of judgment on what the child is sharing with them, the child will not be comfortable. The therapist has to love the child fully for what the child is without judging the child at all then the child will be comfortable. Otherwise, the child cannot be comfortable. Children feel and understand way more than we do. What you are saying has no matter what you are feeling and what you are being is what communicates to the children. So therapists can't trick children. They can't. So if the child is not comfortable, it's because there is usually some judgment that is there in the therapist because of which the child is feeling threatened. Thank you so much for this insight because uh, this is something which um, I see a lot of uh, parents uh, facing this. They are clueless. They say that uh, they keep asking, so who is the best counsellor? Who is the best counsellor? Who is the best therapist? When there is a parent who is so keen on these kinds of things, when they come to me, I say, forget about the child, first work on yourself. <laughs> you seem to be very, very 
keen on wanting to change the child that is not right <laughs> the child start working on you when we went to our teacher for our questions on parenting that's what he told us he told children are simple they will learn from who you are being work on yourself they will get set by themselves that's what me and my wife did we both worked with our teacher kept working there are things which our daughter understands things which our daughter doesn't understand that's her life it's necessary for the parents to understand that there is probably a little bit that they need to work on themselves too it's not just about the child awesome <laughs> yeah with this we almost come to the end of this uh, conversation if you feel that i have missed out on any points feel free to add which will add value to somebody who is uh, listening mm-hmm. no yeah, i think you've covered everything pretty beautifully here i i couldn't have thought of doing it myself so it's been a pleasure talking and i guess if there's anyone who's hearing who's even a little inclined towards trying stuff they should go out and try you never know which little change in your life which little trial in your life is going to turn it around completely so go out try it's just an experience mm-hmm. you should go out and that's what i'd say it's been uh, very very beautiful listening to this everywhere we keep uh, listening to people falling sick and uh, things like that very few people come in with this uh, ray of hope saying that hey just uh, try this this is a painless way of uh, getting things right <laughs> that is true it is a painless way very very glad that you chose you. to even share your thoughts Uh, because uh, beautiful things have to be shared in uh, different dimensions because we never know somebody might have gone to that level thinking that there is no hope at all so when they listen to something like this uh, and uh, they try out and make their lives much more better than what it was then i think the purpose is solved true very true it has really really been a pleasure thank you so much for inviting me i thank amit from the bottom of my heart for being so generous in sharing his insights straight from the heart here are my top few takeaways healing is basically energy work therapy is search for the root cause and heal that cause that will bring about a change true healing is when you learn to connect with your spirit keep working on yourself for energy clearing and to be in the pure home space start with body mind balancing and amazingly most of the back issues are emotional in nature well i think it's high time each one of us start working on our own selves do care to share this episode with any of your friends whom you feel need to start working upon themselves and heal themselves share any one learning that you implemented after listening to this amazing conversation and we are always waiting to hear from you thank you for being such a wonderful listener